In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. A news report out of Washington says the Biden administration is sending $1.5 billion to Michigan to restart the Palisades nuclear power plant. According to a report from Bloomberg.com and people familiar with the matter, the funding will be offered as early as next month to Holtec International to restart Palisades. Holtec has said a restart of the reactor is contingent on a federal loan. Without the support, the company has said it would decommission the site. The financing comes as the Biden administration says it's prioritizing maintaining the nation's nuclear plants to help meet its climate goals, including a plan to decarbonize the entire U.S. electricity grid by 2035. A spokeswoman for the Energy Department's Loan Programs Office declined to comment, citing business confidentiality. The funding, which is set to receive conditional backing from the U.S. Energy Department, would be backed by a loan guarantee program designed to revitalize old energy plants. If successful, Palisades would be the first nuclear reactor financed by the Biden administration. President Joe Biden will be in Metro Detroit on Thursday for a UAW event following their endorsement. The trip comes more than three weeks before Michigan's presidential primary election that happens on February 27. It will be the first trip to our state for the president since he joined the union members on the picket lines in Van Buren Township last September. Former President Trump criticizing the UAW's endorsement of Biden, arguing the president's push and support for electric vehicles harms the auto industry and would move auto jobs overseas. Cornerstone Alliance has been awarded a $3.6 million grant from the Michigan Economic Development Corporation to prepare a site in Benton Township for economic development. Cornerstone President Rob Cleveland tells us the site readiness program funds will specifically be used for 285 acres of farmland at 2274 York Avenue. We have a site here in Berrien County that's over in Benton Charter Township, just south of Lake Michigan College at the intersection of Meadowbrook and Yore. And it's a Lake Michigan Industrial Park. It is the largest site within close proximity to the Chicago Metro. Cleveland says with the completion of U.S. 31's connection to 94, the site is perfect for industrial development. In fact, he's had developers inquire about that property. The site that we are considering investing in, the site that we received the grant money for, is by far the most requested site that we have in our arsenal here in Berrien County. We get more visits, more inquiries about that site than any other site in our community by far. Cleveland says the $3.6 million will be used to improve infrastructure at the property, meaning things like drainage at the road. The land is owned by Fred Leitz, and Cornerstone has been working with him to prepare it for new development. Cleveland expects infrastructure work to start there this year. Lakeshore Public Schools will seek a renewal of its sinking fund millage on the May ballot. The Board of Education this week voted to place the question before voters, with Superintendent Greg Eating saying the sinking fund millage will remain exactly the same at 1.47 mills. It generates about $1.4 million a year for the district. That is maybe one of the most important funds that we have in the district that allows our district to really operate and fund some of the projects on a consistent basis and helps us with planning. The $19.9 million bond approved by voters last year is separate from the sinking fund millage and not to be confused with it. However, Eating says that bond is being used to augment what can be accomplished with the sinking fund. 
Our bond that was passed last year was basically put in place to collaborate, we'll use that PLC word, to collaborate with this sinking fund. Because basically our projects were outpacing what our sinking fund was able to cover. The sinking fund pays for building work throughout the district. Trustees are seeking a 10-year renewal of the millage that's been in place since 2005. The election is on May 7th. The 2024 through 28 Parks and Recreation Plan has been approved by Benton Harbor City Commissioners. At their meeting this week, Assistant City Manager Alex Little said the document lays out goals for all city parks in the coming years. It's needed if the city wants funding for improvements. This particular plan is meeting a requirement that DNR, the state's Department of Natural Resources, requires of communities in order to be eligible to apply for grants to do buy equipment, upgrade, put in new facilities and that type of thing. Priorities laid out in the parks plan include increasing accessibility at all parks, installing updated equipment, add more ways to passively enjoy the parks, and increase events held at parks. We have the plan at our website, wsjm.com. A new survey has been launched by the Michigan Department of Transportation to find out how people feel about a road usage fee. As gasoline tax revenues decline due to the emergence of more fuel-efficient vehicles, MDOT has been considering how road repairs could be financed. One possibility? Charging people fees based on how many miles they drive. A video embedded in the survey explains. The way road usage charges work is that you no longer pay state fuel taxes when you fill up at the pump. Instead, you pay a few cents for every mile you drive. This money is then used to maintain our roads and bridges and ensure everyone pays their fair share. The survey seeks to gauge how people feel about current gas taxes versus the idea of a usage charge. While there's no effort currently in the legislature to implement a usage charge, MDOT has been talking about it for a couple of years. We have a link to the survey at our website so you can offer your thoughts to the agency. Wayne State University is beginning research on birds that are killed by flying into windows. The study aims to reduce the annual count of 60,000 bird deaths nationally. Ava Landraff with the Detroit Bird Alliance says faculty and students have had concerns about bird strikes over the years, but the opportunity to do something about it never materialized until they got the grant. She adds it's scary to find a small number of dead birds around campus, knowing that there are many window strikes. A lot of the birds will hit a window, have that head trauma, and then fly off and then die later. Even if they hit the window and they die right there, they're either picked up and eaten by a scavenger or the building caretaker just sweep the birds right up. Based on the Detroit Bird Alliance's findings from tracking bird strikes, Collide Escape, an adhesive film that reduces reflections outside, was applied on the first and second floor windows of the law school building at the university as part of the research. She suggests that people contact the Bird Alliance for other solutions. She also suggests checking birdmapper.org to see which areas experience more bird window strikes around the world. And you might notice that flags across the state are lowered to half-staff, Governor Gretchen Whitmer has ordered U.S. and Michigan flags to be lowered in honor of the life of Michigan State Police Trooper Joel Pop, who lost his life in the line of duty. The 39-year-old Pop was hit and killed by a car while he was outside his patrol car investigating a suspected impaired driver. He is survived by his wife and one young daughter. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.